work hard, play hard. Watch what you eat. Don't forget to sleep. Oh, and hit the gym four times a week. We know what we're supposed to do, but how do you make it happen when life gets in the way? This is our attempt at turning the expert's advice into daily habits. This is Making Life Fit. So what is something that is not in your kitchen that most people would expect to be there? Hmm. There's a lot of stuff in my kitchen. You have a big kitchen. A lot of storage. Custom built. Yeah. I tore down a wall for that kitchen. <laughs> uh, but for the longest time, I didn't have a coffee pot. Even, wait, I know you weren't, didn't start drinking it until recently, but you didn't even have one at all for like guests or Shane or your brother? No. Emily had one when we lived together. Mm-hmm. And I now have a Keurig, but that came with Shane. (laughs) Are you missing any of the usual suspects from your kitchen? Well, my husband would tell you I have too many things in our kitchen. Same. Yeah. I even have a salad spinner, which is amazing, by the way. (laughs) But I did recently realize when I was trying to make corn milk a few weeks ago is I don't have a sieve. So, yeah, the sieve, for those who don't know, is that, like, mesh filter strainer. It's not the same as a strainer or a colander. I have that. But this is for, like, the more fine stuff that you would use for, like, liquids and powders and things like that. So I don't have that. It's on my list of something to get. I also don't have a juicer, like the one that you use for limes and lemons for squeezing. I have the old school plastic one that you, like, squish the thing on and twist. Oh, see, I don't even have that. And I also don't have a regular juicer, like that people use for juicing vegetables and fruits and stuff like that. I don't mm. have that. Um, and I don't have a toaster oven. I do not have a toaster oven. I have a toaster. I have a toaster, and I have a oven and a microwave. But no toaster oven. Mm-mm. I think you can probably survive. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> but today we are talking about what kitchen must-haves we have, what we think you should have, from the pantry to your fridge to the cupboards. These are the things that we think should be readily available in any kitchen. So let's start in the pantry, which is also where some of our favorite snacks live. But alas, they're not the star of the show today. We're just talking about staples. So this is actually a throwback to one of our older episodes about meal prep. But let's talk about day-to-day meal prep things that you should have in your pantry. Some things that I have are canned things such as tuna or chicken, which are really great to add quickly to meals to kind of make it a complete meal with some protein. Another thing that you definitely should have in your pantry is dry pasta. Noodles and grains and things like that are the great base to most meals. Yeah, actually last night I used the bonza pasta, which is the pasta from chickpeas, Mm -hmm. and it cooks really quickly. I used leftover chicken, mushrooms that were already in my pantry, and a sauce, and I had dinner ready in 15 minutes. I really like that pasta, and it's a great source of protein, too. And it was so easy. Mm-hmm. Similarly, in your grain collection, rice or quinoa, or both, depending on your preference, I have quinoa, brown rice, and white rice in my house. <laughs> so those are all good things to have. One, taco night. Mm-hmm. Need to have the rice. But also just, you know, I've done things like chicken and rice, or it's a good, very flexible grain that goes with pretty much anything that cooks relatively quickly. Oh, totally agree. So, you know, you me- you mentioned Mexican food, but also Asian meals. Rice is a staple yes. for that. I actually, one of Tom's friends recommended this to me, but I, I do a lot of times when we have leftover rice, adding it to scrambled eggs. 
We talked about that the other day. So good. <laughs> it is really good, and it makes it more filling, because mm-hmm. eggs are obviously a great breakfast, high in protein, but sometimes if you don't have it on something, it can yeah, be a little... Yeah, they're pretty light. Yeah, and then, like you mentioned, just adding rice as a side to anything. You can add any kind of seasoning or sauce to it, and it makes it a great little side. The other one that... I think we touched on this as a dessert as well, but black beans. Yeah. So taco night, yes, but if you want to make them into black bean brownies, or they're good for soups, there's a really good... I don't know if it's a chowder. It looks more like a chowder because it's, like, creamier. It's like a black bean soup. Very, very good. Yeah. Adjust to the spice level. So those are also things that are really great. Or if you don't like black beans, navy beans or the kidney beans, whatever your bean of choice. Northern beans. <laughs> I think like northern the, beans. They're the white ones. Oh, okay. For, like, white chicken chili and things like that. I didn't know that that, that is what they were called. I thought it was just white bean. Well, learn something new every day. <laughs> Let's stop talking about beans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's another pantry staple? Okay, this is a big one. Peanut butter or other nut butters, unless you are allergic. Sorry, Amanda. Yes, yeah, sorry, Amanda. <laughs> and everybody else that has a nut allergy, you're missing out a little bit, but we don't want you to die. Yeah. No, I agree. Peanut butter, huge staple in our house. My husband goes through a jar, like, every week, and I'm not exaggerating. So we definitely have a bunch of those in our pantry. A jar in a week. Dude, it's a problem. I told him he needs to start tracking the amount of calories just from peanut butter, and he refuses. He has a peanut butter spoon. I've seen him use the peanut butter spoon. I still... Just a jar in a week is a lot. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Okay, so what about, like, other basics or bases that you should have? So I know, you know, in my pantry canned tomatoes is huge. I love getting the different types. So like canned tomatoes with diced onions in them or canned tomatoes with chilies, green chilies in it. So I get a lot of that. Yes, I do use those. A lot of times when we do spaghetti, I make a homemade sauce. So not really. You put it in the blender with, so I usually do like a can of the tomato basil and then some tomato paste and another depending on how much I'm making, one or two cans of the regular tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Blend them all together. Let them simmer while I'm cooking the pasta. Throw some Parmesan in there. If I have leftover red wine, I'll put some in. Mm-hmm. It gives it a little kick. Or a touch of cream. Really good. Mm. But anyway, away from that. <laughs> Canned tomatoes. Really great. <laughs> or if you're not fancy like cat, just buy a jar of pasta sauce. I mean, you could do that, too. I always have at least one jar of red and one jar of a white sauce, like an Alfredo or something, in my pantry. I do the same, mostly because my brother lives with us, and he won't make pasta sauce, but he'll use most of a jar of Prego (laughs) on, like, a meal. Pizza sauce, too. And I will say, pizza sauce and pasta sauce are different, but I usually keep, like, either a jar or the squeezy bottle of pizza sauce to make. You can make anything into pizza. Oh, yeah. I did it on rice cakes the other day. It was really good. Popped it in the oven for, like, four minutes. That's all it really needs. It was really good. I want to try... I just saved a Pinterest recipe for non-pizza. Yes, I've seen that. Yes. It's good. I need to try it. Other... Some bases and basics. um, A stocker of broth of some sort. In my house, we do chicken broth. That's super necessary for most soups, a lot of casseroles and dishes, and we always use chicken stock when we are making chicken in the Instant Pot, which I'll talk about later, but that's what we use for our liquid for the Instant Pot is chicken broth. I have started doing, so if I make a cup of rice, I do one cup chicken stock, one cup water. 
oh, it gives a little, a little flavor, flavor to it. So combine your pantry staples. So I know we're getting off topic here, but um, next time try pickle juice. God, you and your pickles. I know, but listen, it's salty and it doesn't it doesn't absorb like a pickle flavor. It absorbs the salt and it's really good. I did that with my chicken the other day and it was very good. I will try it. <laughs> I will try it because I generally try anything, but it would be you that tells me about something pickle involved. <laughs> I do chicken stock's a big one. A lot of times if I do like a roasted chicken, I'll keep do the drippings and make it a stock or I'll roast the bones from a rotisserie chicken to make my own stock. Gosh, see, um, she's fancy. <laughs> I grew up with someone that was raised in the restaurant business. This is what I do. <laughs> but also really easy and takes up a lot less space than like the containers. container of chicken stock, the bouillon cubes. I have both beef and chicken, which yeah. are really easy, easy to store and easy to have. And they're good for like anything. Ever. Yeah. Well, and they're good for to add to anything for just a little bit of flavor. Another thing, any of those cream of condensed soups, cream of celery, cream of mushroom, cream of chicken, uh, cream of broccoli, those are always great to have on hand because you can throw those in with noodles, you can throw them in with rice, and or you just have them by themselves as a soup, and those are really great too. Yeah, I was telling you earlier about how Shane hates mushrooms, but his favorite meal from childhood is the chicken, rice, and cream of mushroom oh soup. Oh my god, so is my husband. <laughs> it must be a guy. It is. It, I mean, I get it. It doesn't really taste like mushrooms, but just the fact that he gives me so much crap about anything mushroom that I make. And then he was like, can you make this? I don't know what was in it. And I called his dad and he was like, oh yeah, it's rice, chicken, and cream of mushroom soup. Really? Really? Okay. Wow. Write that one down in the big book. <laughs> so it's safe to say there's not a ton of mushrooms in your fridge, but continuing on the pantry train, the other thing that I use my pantry for is extra stock. So things that we use all of the time, and if we ran out of, I'd be super annoyed to have to run out to the store, but things that are shelf stable. So marinades, dressings, maple syrup, things like that way I keep in my pantry. Yeah, I have a lot of the Harry and David relishes. Oh, so, those are so good. They are so good. And the first time I had Shane try the pineapple jalapeno, mm -hmm. he looked at it and was just like, I don't want to try this. And now he eats more of it than I do. Like, regularly. So, but things like that, I have several jars always on hand. Yep. So, this is something that I enjoy so much that during quarantine, Shane banned me from doing it for a few weeks, but baking. Yes, you bake often. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's therapeutic. Yeah. But during quarantine, there's not an office for me to disperse the extra, so I've needed to cut back a little bit. <laughs> but some of the big things that you should always have on hand... Because really, any baking recipe that you are going to do will probably need baking powder or baking soda. Or both. Or both, yeah. I keep both. They are interchangeable as long as you know the right measurement. I believe it is four to one in favor of baking powder. Interesting. I didn't know that. I looked that up because one time I was out, out of one. Yeah. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> and then sugar or a sugar substitute. Yeah. I know I've seen the swerve sugar substitute be used in a lot of the recipes that I see. I have not tried it. A lot of that fake sugar is really hard on my stomach. Mm -hmm. So we don't keep it in the house. And isn't, isn't the other one like Truvia or something like that? That's really big. Truvia. And then I forget if, or is Truvia the other coconut sugar? I don't know. I don't have it, but 
There's a lot of them. And then there's things like coconut sugar and the monk fruit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I say to add to sugar too, brown sugar. That is in a lot of recipes. And I actually, fun little baking tip. I actually use more brown sugar than I do regular because it adds that little flavor. Mm-hmm. So the, like the molasses. Yeah. Yes. I put brown sugar into my chocolate chip cookies Yum. instead of regular sugar. Well, brown sugar can be used for savory things too. A lot of times brown sugar is used in marinades, mm-hmm. especially like Asian-based marinades. Very, very good. Brown sugar maple chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very good fall yeah. meal. Another obviously basic thing for baking, but also I would say cooking flour. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely a staple for a lot of recipes. I keep both whole wheat and all-purpose. Mm, cool. So, Because a lot of times when I do breading stuff, I'll use more of the all-purpose because the whole wheat is just a little thicker. But when I make muffins, I do the whole wheat. Cool. The other one, and I did not always keep this, but this has become a staple for me, is cocoa powder. Mm-hmm. Really good. It's also kind of fun outside of baking. Mm-hmm. If you have a vanilla protein but you're craving chocolate... You can add and make it chocolate protein with very little calorie oh, addition. That's interesting. I, not where I thought you were going with that. I thought you were going to say, so I do this, and most people probably wouldn't think of doing this, but add cocoa powder to chili. Yes. It adds this like smoky, slightly sweet flavor to it. It's really good. I have heard of that, and I forget, I think someone that we worked with did that mm-hmm. for the chili cook-off. Yeah, yeah. So that is a good one. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're out of the pantry. Let's move to the refrigerator, and we'll talk about fridge and freezer here. So staples, definitely in my house, eggs. Yes. Always got to have those. Those, again, whether you're baking or cooking, you're really going to be using eggs a lot. I would also say a milk or a milk substitute. So love oat milk in my house. Also, Mm -hmm. we do keep dairy milk. My husband likes dairy milk, but you could also do coconut milk or almond milk or soy milk or rice milk or there's so many. (laughs) There are so many. I am a almond and oat. We do not keep dairy milk in the house because Shane does not like milk. His parents used to make him drink a glass every night and now he's like, (laughs) he hates it. Yeah. So we don't keep dairy milk unless I buy it for a recipe or like guests coming. Yep. Okay, so what about proteins? We always have chicken breast and ground turkey. Usually I have one in the fridge and then several in the freezer Mm -hmm. that I just will pull out. It's always an annoying day when I forget to defrost it, but then I just go to the canned. That always works out. That's in the pantry, yeah. No, same same in our house, chicken breast, ground turkey. Sometimes we'll have pork, whether it's like a bacon or a pork chop. Also deli versions of those, so like the sliced chicken breast or turkey breast Mm -hmm. we have on hand. Yeah, I've had to start buying, since we're home all the time and both guys that live in my house like sandwiches for lunch, I've been buying the Costco turkey packs in twos because <laughs> they just like go, go through, through it in a week yeah. and I don't want to have to go to Costco all the time. All the time, yeah. yeah. But it's such a good, it's so much easier. If I buy it just at Kroger, I'm going to be going every freaking day because yeah, the family size won't appease them. <laughs> so much turkey. Okay, so how about for our veg heads? Yes, so this is kind of pick whatever you would usually use. So my regular staples, I always have cucumbers. I try to have a couple peppers. Mm -hmm. Definitely like a couple heads of lettuce for salads and stuff like that. Yep. And then I really like keeping celery as a snack because all of those tasty dips or peanut butter that are in my pantry makes a really easy snack. 
Yeah, so mine's pretty close to yours. Definitely always have some sort of lettuce. Sometimes bagged, sometimes hearts of romaine. Just really depends on what looks good at the store when you get there. Peppers, we love red peppers, but green peppers too. I love mushrooms. I'll buy those. Definitely maybe not so much at your house. I buy them when Shane is gone. So he's traveling this week. I made mushrooms. Cucumbers, I've been buying a lot more recently. I have been adding them to a lot of my salads and stuff. Tomatoes, especially sun-dried tomatoes. So Mm. good. Avocado. That's a fruit. Okay, whatever. It goes in my vegetable drawer (laughs) or on the counter. But also onion. Oh, see, I don't keep a lot of raw onion because Shane doesn't like them. I don't like raw onion either, but diced onion cooked up in a meal I will eat. So we always at least have one onion. And then, I don't know. Yeah, it's a vegetable. Well, it's a starch. Potatoes, whether it's sweet or like golden. We always have those on hand too. We do have those. I but those would forget. be in the pantry. I forgot to add that in the pantry part. Yeah, we definitely still have those sweet and usually the golden. We like the mini ones. I make yeah. smashed potatoes. Yes. They're very, very I good. love the Costco pack of the mini ones because it's the red and the golden mixed in one pack. So good. Mm-hmm. I think I'm out of those, actually. <gasps> Should have bought that before this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know this is a good one for you, Miss I Love Variety. Yes. Your condiments. Yes. You definitely want some staples there. So, ketchup is a big one in our house. My brother would literally put ketchup on anything. Mm-hmm. Mustard. My new favorite is that pale ale mustard. Yes, from Trader Joe's. From Trader Joe's, yeah. Really good. But also Dijon. I make a lot of dressings with the Dijon, so I'll do, like, an olive oil, the Dijon, and then seasonings and yeah. mix it all together. Yeah, mustard. So, interesting. A lot of people are kind of turned off by mustard, but... From what I've read, if you want to make your own salad dressing with like an oil and acid base, you want to add mustard to it. Mm-hmm. It it just balances the flavors out and makes it really yummy. It's also really good if anybody wants to try a chicken or like a tuna salad. And you know, if you make it with Greek yogurt, it doesn't have that same bite yep, the that zest. Yep. mayo has. Mustard will give you that uh, zest without the mustard flavor because mm-hmm. the avocado overpowers it. Yep. Speaking of mayo, mayo is definitely, like, a big thing in our house. Uh, Use it. It's honestly really good for a lot of recipes. People, again, they can maybe get turned off by it, but it's literally oil and egg. So Mm -hmm. I use it when I do grilled cheeses as the outside instead of buttering my bread. I've added it to eggs before. Ooh. And they make them really creamy without having, like, a mayo taste to it. And I also recently got into spicy mayo. You and your spicy. I'm so proud. (laughs) So add that to a lot of things. And then sauces and marinades, you know, soy sauce, barbecue sauce, steak sauce, things like that. Um, Hot sauce. Yes. Very good. And then um, salad dressings. Ranch is a favorite in our house, but Italian dressing is great and very versatile. Italian dressing can not only be used as a salad topper, but to marinate actual meats. Mm -hmm. Pork chops and Italian dressing is so good. Oh, I don't know if we've done pork. We did. We've done chicken lots of times. Yeah. And that's my brother's go-to. Also, if you are a fan of Olive Garden's Italian dressing. Mm -hmm. Costco now has it in two packs. Nice. So I bought that for my brother to use because that's his favorite. Very timely also. We just had a little snack before we recorded. Salsas and relishes are also very important to keep on hand. Uh, Really that whole gauntlet of your whole condiment section. Yes. Yes. We had the pepitas salsa, which was delicious. So also a good question for you and your cravings for variety, or maybe I guess this would kind of limit your variety, (laughs) what three spices would you pick to have in your pantry if you only got three? Oh, so we're skipping to the spice rack now. 
Yes. Okay. Three spices. Okay, this is tough. Garlic powder. Okay. Love garlic. Would put that on everything. Mm-hmm. Salt, because it's so versatile and actually used in most things, especially, like, pasta. Yes. Um, And honestly, probably seasoned salt. That's fair. We that. put that on almost every meal. Our chicken. That's all we do is season salt on it. So good. I bet that is really good. What about you? So my answer depends on whether I am allowed to substitute whole foods for a spice. Like, can I leave garlic off my or garlic powder off my list, but use garlic cloves? What's your question? Do what you want. <laughs> all right. Okay. If I'm allowed to substitute the full plant. My three would be cinnamon, black pepper, and dark chili powder. If no, I would probably go garlic, pepper, and cinnamon. Garlic's important. Garlic is important. <laughs> also, keeping gum around is probably a good idea. <laughs> well, now with mask culture, <laughs> you're the only one smelling your garlic breath. Do you really want to be stuck with your mask, <laughs> garlic? <laughs> I don't. I'll take the Altoid. <laughs> Okay, so regardless of what we would pick, what are the kind of spices of life or the, the staple spices that people should have? All right, well, salt and pepper, those are a given. Even yeah. if you don't like adding a variety of things, salt and pepper will be your basics. Yep. Garlic powder is a huge one. In general, I do love having fresh garlic, adding it to pastas, or I will put a clove or four or five on a pan of veggies and roast them. Uh-huh. But if you don't like the texture of actual garlic or if you don't have fresh garlic, garlic powder allows you to add that flavor without the actual garlic. Same goes for onion powder. So you said you keep an onion in the house and you like that flavor. Shane doesn't even like the texture of cooked onions. So I can, yeah. Onion powder or even like the minced dried onion I can get away with. Yes. Oh, side note. So good. I had a recipe where I added minced onion to it and... It was like a smoky flavor. It's so good. I, I totally overlooked that spice in my cabinet, but I've been adding it to more things now. It's so good. So I actually learned this trick from my dad because my mom didn't like onion. But if you add onion powder or even like the dried minced onion, you get the onion flavor without the onions. Yeah. So that is very good. So I will say I don't have any patience for fresh garlic or really any fresh herbs. I, they just, I don't keep them in stock and I feel like they go bad. So I just always substitute it with the spice or the dried version of it and it works fine but yeah if you keep your garlic like in a dark spot like you would for potatoes it will not go bad as fast Hmm. it's a fun little because it's a same thing kind of like a root anyway cinnamon i know this is kind of a funny one to pull out and most people are kind of be like why is cinnamon so important but this has a lot of applications one baking yep but also kind of how you mentioned cocoa for chili powder or for chili sorry yep Same concept. If you add it to some of those dishes, like for savory, it adds that warmth and a little bit of spice to it. That is phenomenal. So I've been in a pinch before where I've been making like fajitas or taco seasoning, or I'm sorry, making fajitas or tacos, and I didn't have the like pre-made packs, so I've had to throw it together from the spices in my pantry. And adding cinnamon to either one of those makes it really good. Yes. So yeah, I I can hear you there. Red pepper flakes. If you're into heat... You want to spice things up a bit? Definitely would want that as a staple in your pantry. Be a little careful, though. I've definitely opened the wrong side. You know, it's got the one with, like, it's a teaspoon versus the holes. Added too much? Yeah. Yeah, about that. Can't go back. (laughs) Can't go back. There's no, 
Like, even if you were able to, like, scoop some of it out, yeah. that's that's just going to be really spicy. <laughs> yeah. I would say the last thing we would definitely recommend as a staple in any pantry for your spice rack would be a mixed spice. And by that, we mean, like, an Italian or lemon pepper or maybe, like, everything seasoning. And that's just, it's, it's a spice that'll do it all. No matter what you're adding it to, it's going to give you that extra flavor that you need. And it's going to be really balanced. So whether you're using it for meat, salads, soups, veggies, potatoes, popcorn, it's that one you can always go to and it's going to give you that little bit of zip that you're looking for. And it's so easy. Yeah. All right. This is my favorite aspect of kitchen. And Shane makes so much fun of me and tells me I need to stop buying things. But all of the kitchen gadgets. Okay. All right. So the big one, I think... Most people who love to cook have either already purchased one or have one on their wish list. A stand mixer. Like a KitchenAid? Yes. It is a big investment. Mm -hmm. It does take up space. Mm -hmm. It also weighs about 20 pounds. (laughs) I did not know that until I got mine. I love mine, though. I use it for all kinds of things. I added a bunch of the attachments to our wedding registry so I can do more things with it. But, like, I made Shane's birthday cake a couple weeks ago, and I used it for the batter. I used it for the frosting. Very, very useful. If you don't have a stand mixer for space or the several hundred dollars that they cost, (laughs) a hand mixer is a solid replacement, and it's also a great tool to have. I have both a hand mixer and my stand mixer, and depending on what I'm doing or if I just need something quick, the hand mixer is really useful for that. Yeah, I personally I don't have a stand mixer. Um, I don't bake as much as you do, or, or when I do, I don't do so much from scratch as you do. You're definitely more of a chef from the full aspect of it in that regard, <laughs> but my hand mixer is fine for what I need it for, so I like mine, but I, I know exactly what you mean about the stand mixer and all the attachments. Like People talk about how they use it for shredding their chicken and they make ice cream and all of this stuff, so I get it. I want the ice cream attachment. Although Shane doesn't really like ice cream, so I would have to... What the heck does this guy eat? Chicken, cheese, pasta, occasional veggies. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Shane, I love you. No mushrooms, no <laughs> onions, nothing fun. No tomatoes. Oh my gosh. Wait. And no blueberries. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> Blenders. Yes. Blenders are very important. And they can do more than just like blending drinks. Uh, you can use your blender for blending up soups. Or... My sauce that I make with the tomatoes. That's what you mentioned, yep. And on the same end of that, I would say a food processor. So, for again, for my house, I actually have a Ninja, which is both of a blender and a food processor. It has... The top is the Ninja part, and then it either goes on top of a food processor container or on top of a blender. Those are really nice. Yeah. So, I like that. I have a food processor. I think it's from 1980 because I inherited it from my parents, but I added a new one to our wedding registry. <laughs> Does it work? Oh, yeah, it works. Okay. It, I mean, it's one of those things that it, when they built it, it will last forever, mm-hmm. but it's heavy and giant. So it's not, like, great for storage, or even when I pull it out of the cabinet, I'm getting some squat action in. <laughs> A little bit ridiculous. All right, what about crock pots? I have one. I've had one for years, so it's funny you mentioned getting one from your parents. So when I first moved out of my parents' house, I actually got my mom's crock pot from, like, the 1980s or 70s or whatever. But it's great, and it still worked up until I got a brand new one. Tom bought me a new one a few years ago. I really like it, but what I love even more is the Instant Pot. Yes. 
Those are really nice. I am officially a convert from Crock-Pot to Instant Pot. I even got an air fryer lid attachment for my Instant Pot, and I make so many things in it. I mean, you can do your main dishes, like I've made chicken in it, I've done side dishes, whether it's rice or potatoes, I've made soups, I've done veggies. You can even make dessert. You can make cheesecake. You can make yogurt. I did that a couple, no, a month ago when my best friend from high school was here. We made the cheesecake. Yeah. Cheesecake number 17 or something is what it's called. It's like, it's like a standard recipe, but um, I've even seen, I'm in a Facebook group, of course, for the Instant Pot. At Christmas time, people will make their own vanilla, like vanilla extract. They buy vanilla huh. beans and, oh, I forget what the other base part of it is, but they basically just let it go on high pressure for so long and it makes their own vanilla extract. For what vanilla costs, might be worth it. Yes. And then they gift, I mean, huge containers of it to everybody. It's really cool. That is really awesome. I'll send you the link. Also on their wedding sheet is an Instapot, which I think is your fault. <laughs> but I do. I have a crock pot. I used it two nights ago to do chicken. I put it in, went to run errands, came home three hours later, shredded it, and it's now in my fridge. What's left of it? My brother ate a large chunk of it. But really easy and zero effort. Yeah. Crockpot totally still has its uses. I would agree. I feel more comfortable plugging that in and leaving the house and going doing things and letting it run all day. I you, you don't ever want to leave your Instant Pot alone. You kind of want to be around and watching it. And the other thing I would say the Crock-Pot does better is, like, obviously keeping things warm, like dips. Also travels really well. Yeah. I make the stuffing for Friendsgiving. And then you bring it in. Yeah. Yes. Same thing. Yeah. I don't... I would not want to travel with my huge Instant Pot. That would be awkward and... I don't well, know they're heavy, right? Yes. And they take up a lot of space. So I don't know if this really counts as a gadget, because it's been around since before electricity was in kitchens, but <laughs> a cast iron pan. Yeah, I have one. I do too. I want another one. Uh, I want a slightly bigger one because uh-huh. I think mine is a 10 or a 12 uh-huh. and it's, it's good. It works really well. A lot of times when I do chicken for tacos, if I don't do the shredded chicken in the crock pot, I'll use the canned chicken and I will brown it in the cast iron because then it gets all that extra flavor but i want a bigger one for some of the other dishes that you can then put in the oven yes as i say, the cast iron skill is definitely good for if you want to like broil something at the end of a recipe or just putting a whole one dish recipe into the oven that's really great for it i will say the one downside of the cast iron skillet is seasoning it yeah and maintaining it and like you can't it's not one of those things where you can leave the dish in the sink or anything like that while you eat it has to be pretty much immediately well let it cool let it cool off and then wipe it down and make sure it's dry and all that yep but that and my wok are probably my two most high maintenance things in my kitchen okay let's talk about some specialty items the fun ones so i already mentioned i have an air fryer lid for my instant pot i did used to have a regular air fryer but once i got the lid i got rid of it but I think that that's a really fun gadget to have. It's not necessary, but it can make a lot of your other things you make really good. Like I roasted some veggies in the air fryer recently. That was really good. Anything that starts from frozen is amazing in the air fryer. Tater tots, cauliflower gnocchi, really anything like that. I will say one thing I've seen from, I forget what group I saw this in, but if you use your air fryer and you have granite countertops... Put something under the air fryer, 
because this lady had her air fryer and it cracked the granite. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And now I put a cutting board under my crock pot because there was a whole string of, this can happen. And I'm like, I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. I custom built this kitchen and I don't want to pay for it again. Uh, Okay. I have... We don't have that, so I don't have to worry about that. But I do, I try to keep my, any of those appliances like that, whether it's the Instant Pot or the Crock Pot, I try to take them out from under my cabinets, the overhead cabinets. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Just to make sure, like, that steam isn't doing anything to ruin the wood or the paint or, you know. Warped shelves. Yeah, exactly. Immersion blender. Do you have one of these? I don't. I know they're really good for making soups and sauces. Mm-hmm. And I've almost bought one so many times. But yeah. I have not yet. Yeah, I, I have one. It definitely has its like specialty uses. I wouldn't say it's a staple, but cool to have specialty for some things. Oh, I'm going to go to this one because I know you love this. Waffle maker. Yes. I think it's a staple in your house. I like waffles. I know. As, as to Shane. And I've done the waffle cookies and I did the cinnamon roll. Yes, I was going to say cinnamon rolls are great. And now I have the full-size one that I bought, and then the mini, which Target right now has the mini that you got me, but it's either a skull or a pumpkin, and I really wanted the pumpkin to the point that I texted it to my sister and said, please talk me out of this. Oh, boy. It was only 10 bucks. Shane would have killed me. Are you going to be eating pumpkin waffles in February? It's Target. (laughs) Anything that happens in Target, I cannot be held accountable for an hour later. Which is why I texted my sister and said, talk me out of this. Oh my gosh. Okay, moving on. Let's get away before you buy another waffle maker. What about, like, do you have a George Foreman or, like, an electric griddle or anything like that? One of those, like, any electric appliance that does grilling or frying? I have the mini George Foreman. Makes really good quesadillas. Yeah. I've also done... Pizza sandwiches. Pizza. It does really good chicken, because when... I know there are people that grill in winter and are really dedicated to it present yeah shane and i are not that (laughs) not that i mean shane hates the cold we know this but it's nice to have that even if i just want to like brown the chicken before i bake it oh it's sometimes easier my preference would be to do it in the cast iron but like we said cleaning the cast iron is a pain so the george foreman gets that nice browning on it before baking so when you get your instant pot from the registry we'll talk and i'll show you how to make chicken in it you can, I've you been... can brown it and then pressure it, and it's it's so good. You can do everything. I'll show you. <laughs> I anxiously await this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it for our staples for your kitchen. So now we're going to get into this week's question of the week. Kat, you want to ask it? Yes. So in all of your kitchen, what is your most used kitchen gadget or tool? Let us know on Instagram or Facebook. And let's see, Lisa, what is yours? Lately, it's been the Instant Pot. Not surprised. (laughs) At all. I feel like I need to, like, take stock of what I've cooked in the last week and see what I've used the most. I'm not really sure. Yours is your coffee pot. Uh (laughs) Are we talking about those that I use or what gets used most in my house? Because if we're talking inclusive of Joe and Shane, then yeah. I don't know, man. I keep seeing your Instagram story where you're making tea and coffee, so I feel like you're using that Keurig a lot. Instagram is a slice of life, not reality. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know on social what your most used kitchen gadget is. If it is your coffee pot, good for you. (laughs) 
We'll see you guys next time. Bye.